Hello, this is Hilda, your Hilda from Hilda's Shoulder. If you've been listening to my podcast, of course, you know that Hilda is a storyteller, an agony aunt, she's a poet, and much, much more. Um, The time is about, I think, 5 a.m. here in Lagos, Nigeria, and I'm going to apologize first. If you hear the barking of a dog, that's actually my dog. You know, there's really nothing I can do about that. Um, I'm lying in my bed and I've been awake for about an hour or so. So um, a topic just popped into my head and I thought, oh, let me just share it with you. Today's topic is um, the Niger couple and periods. I'm going to start with, you know, I like to sometimes use myself as an example because I know lots of women will, you know, identify with that. Okay. So when I was in secondary school, for whatever reason, maybe it was upbringing or so, I was very, very extremely shy um, about talking about periods or even letting the next person, even if the next person was a girl, I mean, I was so shy that I didn't even want to discuss it. I didn't want any references made to it. It used to make me feel, I don't even really know how, what I felt, some maybe some shame or something i don't know but apparently i wasn't alone because um last year or so i was talking to a friend of mine we've been friends since uh we're in secondary school and she said oh she said to me oh she said the same thing you know that she had a problem with discussing periods when she was much much younger you know and we laughed over it and it ended there but I'll take it a step further. Um, I think maybe, you know, it was the way our mothers introduced it to us because um, we, you know, when your mother was telling you about periods, they would scare you and say stuff like, oh, um, okay, um, have you heard about, for instance, even our mothers were shy, you know, so... Um, do you know that um, blood will come out of here and there at certain times of the month and you go like, yes, okay, good, okay. And you see your mother, you know, basically sighing, you know, she's relieved that she doesn't have to talk about it herself. And then you're feeling shy, she's feeling shy. And at the end of the day, the only thing you um, leave the room with, the thought you leave the room with was, well, the day I don't get a period, it means I'm pregnant. And if I'm pregnant, definitely I'm up. In, that was the, my dog. <laughs> definitely you'll be in trouble, you know. So maybe it was a mixture of fear and shame or I don't know. But and you know how it was when we were in secondary school, you know, before you get up, from your desk, you and if you were on, you'd ask your friend to check behind you. You know, you'd somehow be suffering from, you know, um, very low confidence because you know you're afraid. Um, you're just trying to get used to this awful, awful period thing coming in every month. And if you were unlucky, maybe your uniform was white or cream or you know a color that people could easily tell that uh, your dress was stained. I mean, that was like the greatest fear of every girl in secondary school. Okay, so we we move. Um, Let's move on to the next thing. I think another problem we had was, apart from letting 
anybody know we were on, it was even worse for a boy to know that, to see that your dress was still, I mean, like, gosh, that was like the worst thing that could ever happen to you. You know, you won't even discuss periods or anything with your brother or your dad. It was always something that you and your mom discuss, hush, hush, you know, or like my mom said, don't let anybody know what's going on, you know, and dispose the parts here or there. And pretty much that's how I grew up. And um, I am still struggling with being comfortable with discussing it. But I mean, I'm older now, I have more knowledge and I'm a much more confident person. So I can talk about it, you know, not as comfortably as some other people can or would, but I can talk about it like I'm talking about it now. So now, how does this um, dovetail into relationships, dating or marriages? Um, I've heard of stories where, um, well, not even stories, uh, relationships and marriages where the couple have separate bedrooms. Um, usually, for whatever, in da- dating couples usually share the same room, but married, some married couples have separate rooms. And for those who share um, the same room, um, I've heard it said that um, the, the, the husband or the boyfriend would not want to sleep anywhere near his girlfriend when she's on. Some of the men say that the girl, the lady smells all that. It's the tradition in their family. Maybe their father did it, did it, you know, and their grandfather or whatever. It's a family thing for a man not to sleep beside his woman or even sleep in the same room. In some cases, the men would even say that when their wife or girlfriend is on, she shouldn't cook for him based on some old customs, relief or some biblical things that people used to do like in the 1900s, I don't know, um, it, it would be as if the woman was, you know, tainted, she's not clean, you know, being unclean and because she was perceived to be unclean, she could not, she could not touch his food or basically touch anything. She'd be like an outcast until she she's done with her period. Well, I would think that we're in the age of wisdom and there's so much information out there and um, the realization that something is a natural thing. It's not like uh, she has Ebola or anything. It's a natural thing that God has put in there and which if no woman has or does it, you know, she won't be able to get pregnant. So it's a necessity. And since it's a natural thing, you know, if if you can come on to me or come on top of me when I'm not on my period, why should I disgust you when I'm on my period? You should take me lock barrel and stock, you know. That is my view anyway. And I think, again, maybe another factor could be, again, that some women are not so... Maybe they don't change their sanitary wear often enough, and that's why it smells. I don't know. You know, I there's no way I could know that. But whatever the reason may be, you know, we, women should also try to be as clean as possible and dispose of all the sanitary wear 
you know we use as often as possible because there's nothing as irritating as um using the bathroom with someone who hasn't taken her time to look at the wc when she's done you know you don't want to come in and see uh, droplets of blood or anything or you know what i mean just be clean um that can be a put off i mean even for a fellow girl so um i think also that um men should uh get enough information to deal with what the woman is going through because for some of us um you have pms so become cranky become bloated and all of that and if this happens month in month out i think a man should basically understand what his woman is going through and be supportive um sometimes she just doesn't have a control of her behavior you know so um i think also that uh, for for this shame thing to stop for girls to stop feeling that uh, being on a period is a thing of a thing that should be i'm not saying that the period when you're on the whole world must not perceive but i'm just saying that we need to as much as possible demystify the period so that girls have their confidence high up at any point in time you know and that will help help them when they are women um having a period is not the end of the world and having a period does not mean that i'm dirty or unclean or unworthy it's just something that happens the way the rain falls or uh, the sun shines and the moon is up there in the night is the week you know god has god almighty has designed it for the woman to be part of you know part of everything nature the celestials and all of that I apologize for my dog again. Okay, so I think that Nigerian men should um appreciate their women um because women are going through a whole lot um going through PMS or having severe abdominal pain and still being strong enough to do all this all the things that you know she's expected to do as a mother or, uh, or mother girlfriend or wife um we should also if you really really love if you really really love a woman i think you should um try to accommodate her you know when she has some of these off moods i mean everybody has off moods even men but so men should cut the woman more slack that's what i'm trying to say and I think it would also tend to show some level of intimacy. I mean real intimacy. And a woman is not just there for you to uh, make love to or make your food. No, there should be this level of intimacy um that is so strong that if for whatever reason if you had to suck out uh mucus from her nose, you know, you do it. That kind of thing you know um those are my two bits for today if you have anything to say in addition to what i've said um please um, send me an email and the email address is hilda's shoulder for you at gmail
the four is a figure four and the U is letter U. Hilda Schroeder is on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. So you can uh, like and follow me on the social media handles. I hope to hear from you pretty soon. Um, if, you, if there's a particular topic you want me to discuss as well, please feel free to let me know and I'll see how I can make that happen. So until we chat again, it's bye-bye.